is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listening colour. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Happy talk, keep talking, happy talk. Talk about things you'd like to do. You gotta have a dream if you don't have a dream. How you gonna have a dream come true? That was Happy Talk from Cannibal Adley and Nancy Wilson. A lovely way to start the programme. Good morning. This is Jazz Shapers. I'm Elliot Moss. And thank you very much for joining me. Jazz Shapers is the place where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul. And very luckily and cunningly, we bring someone who is shaping the world of business alongside them. And we call them business shapers. We've got a treat today because my business shaper is Cleo Rocos. And Cleo is the founder of Aquariva. That's a tequila business and a tequila brand. But also you may call her um, from the wild days of the 80s when she was involved with the Kenny Everett magic called the Kenny Everett show so we're going to be hearing a little bit about that and lots about her fantastic business uh, um, I'm looking forward to hearing from her very shortly in addition to hearing from her you'll also be hearing from our program partners at Mishkondorea some words of advice for your business and on top of all that if that isn't enough and I think it might be for the for the normal people listening you're also going to have some fantastic music from the shapers of jazz blues and soul Wes Montgomery is in there Chuck Berry is in there and this is also in there from Mr. Jason Moran. The innovative Jason Moran with Honeysuckle Rose. Uh, As billed earlier, uh, Cleo Rocos is my business shaper. She's the founder of Aquariva, and they are making beautiful tequila. And they're also branching out into the world of agave syrup, because for those of you in the know, and I'm sure you know this already, tequila is made with agave, with the beautiful big blue uh, cactus. Is it a cactus? Well, actually, is it a cactus it, or is it just a plant? It looks like uh, a cactus. But it's and, not. Well, for many years it was categorised as part of the lily family and fairly recently it's been recategorised as part of the asparagus family. I knew you'd know something like that. Hello, how are <laughs> Hello, you? Hello, I'm brimming with glee, how are uh, you? <laughs> I'm really pleased. I'm pleased you're brimming with glee and I'm really pleased to meet you as well. Oh, I'm um, thrilled to meet you. As, I, as I've mentioned... Um, Cleo, you know, the, 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 we have very um, excellent people on this show, I hope. Um, people who are doing wonderful things in business, and that is the reason why you're here. And then I realised it was you, and as a fan of Kenny Everett, um, and as a fan of those days when I was growing up, and the seminal stuff, I was like, wow, I've got a double whammy here, this is fabulous. So the tequila thing is incredible, I want to talk all about that, but just for a moment, indulge me. Your first life, because this is a different life, I think, we, you're not a cat, you're something else, you're Cleo. Cleo is not, not, not categorising what was it like being a performer and what was it like being a performer when you were with someone like Kenny Everett well firstly it really didn't feel like performing uh, working with Kenny was just was just fantastic it I remember being a child and watching commercials where uh, there'd be a white background and I remember thinking oh I want to be standing in somewhere that looks like it goes on forever how does that go on forever I didn't realize that you know, there was just a white background. And working with Kenny was very much like 
like that. It was it was sort of like working in with a giant cartoon. There were no real rules. Today it's just so dreary with 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 the rules and all the PC correctness and things. Not that we did anything wrong. We just went out there and enjoyed it. And uh, working with Kenny was just beyond anything I've ever done since. Or any, and there's no one like Kenny. And I imagine, and I'm going to relate this to business in a moment, but there's an un, there's an unstructured look to it. But behind and underneath the bonnet of the of the lack of structure, how well prepared were you or was it simply I mean how did it work did you have a topic and you said this is what we're going to do or was it much more scripted but it looked more relaxed well Barry Cryer and the fabulous Barry Cryer and Ray Cameron with along with Kenny uh, primarily the three of them wrote the show there were other writers who'd come in and add material and things and sketches and but because being a sketch show people would send in sketches and so it, it, it was it was it was great if it was funny if it made it in but basically that's that's how the show was written um and quite often we'd go for lunch uh and have a, a few well, a little bit of internal illumination, let's put it that way, uh, and and we would teeter on becoming over refreshed, and all the all the ideas would come pouring out. There used to be a Chinese restaurant down the road from the BBC in Wood Lane, and we used to ask for a pen, and we'd each have a pen writing sketches and ideas for sketches as we sat and laughed and exchanged stories and things. And very often we used to have to buy the tablecloth to to leave the restaurant and. It was structured in the way that everything would end up in a script. It was unstructured in the way that as soon as Kenny and I received our scripts, they'd be posted to us. Kenny'd phone me and say, are you in, darling? And I'd say, yes, I've answered the phone. And he'd say, did your script arrive? And I'd say, yes. And he said, right, have you poured yourself a large drink? And I'd have to pour myself a large drink. And he said, ready. And I'd say, ready. And we'd rip the script up. And he, because he worked... For so many years in radio, he hated doing anything twice. He he worked live, so he was extremely um, profound with with his talent for the moment and the timing and under, the understanding of it. But as soon as something was too scripted, it it didn't work. It, he hated it, and he hated doing sketches twice. If I was writing a script of of your life, I kind of go part one of the script is that the, com- the the comedian and the actress over there. Part two is then you're a celebrity and you're doing stuff, but it probably isn't completely you. But you're doing it because you might need to do it, and we want to wear that. And part three is then the businesswoman. Yeah. Just tell me very briefly before we go to our uh, our next bit of music. Part two, celebrity Big Brother. You're doing MasterChef and all that. Is it a means to an end at that point, or did you love it as well in just a different way? Um, no, I, I produced... I, I wanted to do things... That I was very good at putting people together, and I love people. So, And I would see, why aren't you working with so-and-so? So I ended up producing things. I produced um, Play in the West End with Daryl Hannah and Michael Radford, who uh, directed Il Postino, and it was a first for the three of us, but I produced that and put that on. It was... I was... F- I wasn't enjoying it, and television changed very much too. Uh, and it just wasn't fun like it was. And then I had this huge, throbbing tax bill <laughs> in 2007, and I had to do the Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother house. And I remember being asked, so are you doing it for the experience? And I said, the only experience I'm doing it for is to pay my tax bill. But really, uh, it, it's not It's not a career, and it's not a, a life. Everything changed, entertainment changed so it it just became 
something I didn't really enjoy so much. Stay with me to find out what Cleo did next, because actually she's enjoying herself very much. You should see her face and her colourful beautifulness um, as she thinks about her business, which is called Aquariva, and we are going to talk all about that right after this. This is Aaron Neville, one of your choices, and you've got a few. Um, It's called Tell It Like It Is. If you want something to play with, go and find yourself Cause baby, my time is too expensive. That was Aaron Neville with Tell It Like It Is, the f- one of the song choices of Cleo, my business show today, Cleo Rocos. And we were talking briefly about um, covering 30 years in, in about five minutes about the, your previous lives. I want to talk about this life. So you're a, you, you come from the world of performance, although you sort of said it wasn't like performing. It was what you did uh, and so on. And then you decide you're going to go and set up a tequila brand and a business. Tell me how this little moment happened. Well, like everyone else, I, I, my my first experience of tequila was like sort of a full-on bobsleigh to hell experience. And I thought I never wanted to go near the stuff again. And about 16 years ago, I was in Mexico. I was in a little place, a little hotel, a boutique hotel. And I saw this very elegant lady who was in her 60s um, with, with a sort of chiffon resort dress you know blowing in the wind she was she was writing she was clearly a businesswoman and she was doing sketches and talking things and I thought she must be the editor you know of the Mexican Vogue and I kept seeing her drink and she was by herself but on the phone and things drink from long thin fluted glasses and and I asked the waiter what the la- that lady was drinking I said what's she drinking because she was having a good time but she was working sitting and he said well she's drinking tequila and I said, well, she can't be. She's had six or seven now and she'd, she'd be dead, you know, when I was comparing my te- first tequila experience. So I asked him to bring her what she was drinking. And I was at that moment that I realised I'd never had a, a proper tequila, 100% agave tequila. And really, I had no choice. It was literally like falling in love. I became <laughs> a, a sort of passionate about it. I, I wanted to learn everything there was. And I wanted to know why, you know, people weren't drinking this great stuff, the the, the, the pure, the 100% agave tequila, why we had so much uh, negativity um, about tequila in the UK. So I started to learn everything I could, went to master classes, and in 2011, um, in 2009, actually, the tequila industry gave me a big award in Guadalajara. And in 2011, I created... Uh, my own brand. I spent 11 months creating my brand with a master blender in Mexico. And my brand... Uh, it was just born out of passion. The, the bottle the bartenders chose is a very simple bottle. My label, I didn't have any money really to do it. I'm actually scared to look backwards and see how it happened. Uh, my label is created by a 17-year-old art student I, I, I met on the tube, a kid uh, called uh, uh, Jamie Stiby Harris, and a really talented artist. So he did the label. And, um, and then I started entering my tequila into competitions because I needed some clarification from the experts and I entered it into a competition uh, called tequila.net which is the world's biggest tequila competition in the states Uh, it's a blind judging and it was awarded best of the best out of 257 tequilas and those are the big guys you know up against the world's best tequila so I was really throbbingly proud about that so we're going to come back to the i mean it's an incredible story and you've just covered a, a number of years very very quickly i want to go back and we're going to do this in a few minutes and find out 
how you managed to pull this off because you've just talked about it as if it just sort of happened with a little bit of, I mean, tons of humility, but I want to just see what actually went on because it's one thing having an idea, it's another thing going and doing what you did. Latest travel in a couple of minutes, but before that, it's another part of our Future Shapers series. It's someone who is going to be shaping the world of business in the very near future. I'm Sarah Strasberg, company is Sarah Strasberg, and I'm a jewellery designer and maker. The best thing about having your own business is being your own boss, definitely. I think getting up in the morning and knowing everything that you're going to do that day directly affects you, and if you don't do it, it also directly affects you, is the best feeling you can have. I come from a family of self-employed, so it's in the blood. (laughs) The worst thing I would say about having your own business is knowing that every day, if you don't do something or if you're sick or hurt your hand like I have that directly affects your business and consequences everything has a consequence I think if I was going to give anyone starting their own business a piece of advice it would probably be make sure you have supportive friends and family around you to help you Um, friends and family have been amazing for the whole process and supportive and to talk through things I think keeping anything to yourself is difficult and talking through it will help Vastly. Jazz Shapers presents Future Shapers, the future of business today. You'll find that future shaper in full at jazzfm.com. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Every Saturday, I meet someone who's shaping the world of business. If you've missed any of the over 250 people that have been doing that with me, um, go into iTunes, put in the words Jazz and Shapers. British Airways High Life is a destination for you, ft.com and cityam.com too. We're everywhere, I hope. Cleo Rocos is with me right now, though. Um, she's the founder of Aquariva, which is a an award-winning tequila brand with all sorts of different varieties that sit underneath it you said and you said it in such a a natural way because it's from your heart you talked about well I I had this idea I went I I saw this woman drinking and from woman drinking suddenly you've got five six years later national distribution I just want to go back a little bit so you have the idea you learn you become the master blender or working with master blender to, to make your own tequila and you've had someone that designs the bottle but then what how do you know what to do, Cleo? You've not run your own business no. before. So then how, in those very early months, what happened? What got you from the stuff to the shelf? That's a really good question, actually. Well, what happened was I had the, the liquid, you know, suddenly it was right. You know, after all the tweaking and making sure that, you know, with the master blender, that is exactly how I wanted it. So... Basically, I had a container of tequila coming over. You always think there's going to be a moment where you punch the air and you go, yes, and you get to that moment and think, oh, no, a whole new set of problems. Yeah. And I had this this uh, t- container coming over to the UK with my tequila, and I thought, what am I going to do? I'd seen, it was 2012, and, I, and I'd seen that um, Virgin were opening a new route to Cancun. So I phoned up the Virgin and so, uh, office and, and said, please, can you see me? You must be looking for a tequila. Please really at least see me. Can I just come in and show you my tequila? So they did. They let me come in, which is a great thing for Virgin because they, they do mm. you know, welcome new business. But they let me come in. They'd been bombarded by every other huge brand and um, they they took it. They said, yes, this is the, we're going to 
have your And tequila. do you think they liked, obviously they liked the taste. Did they love the story as well? The yes. fact this is an independent, spunky, throbbing, great <laughs> person who's kind of really passionate and crazy about what she's doing. Is that, do you think that's that, what that, sold it? I think the, the fact is that it's real. There are many, many brands mm. of all sorts of things. But I think provenance is becoming more and more important to everyone for whatever they buy and whatever they you know they enjoy mm. and and i think being you know for the want of a better the real deal and also i made the cocktails for them we were there we went on the on the flight richard branson was there there were 90 people from the press 3 days of my, of my margaritas and everyone was was feeling very fresh and once you'd done that obviously that's a massive first yeah. pump the next thing is easier, I imagine. Then you're saying, well, I'm on Virgin. I've got this. And then where do you go after that? What was the next big thing? Well, then happened? the next thing I did was I, I thought, where do you get, stupidly, actually, um, I thought, where, where do you, where does most stuff sell? You see, I wasn't, at that point, Aquariva wasn't in the in the bars and clubs. Now we're nationwide in bars and clubs and restaurants. We're in Bills, we're in Ping Pong, we're in, you know, 400 Rabbits. We're in all fabulous places nationwide, many, many more wonderful places, um, Cafe Pacifico, everywhere. And um, so w w I didn't have that at the time. And I'd actually phoned up the supermarkets. I phoned up uh, Waitrose and I phoned up Sainsbury's and they took, my brand in too. So I thought, oh, this is great. But actually, because nobody really knew it, we weren't having any customers coming to buy it off the shelf. And of course, then what happens is um, the bars start to, to you know, we, we joined a, you know, a great uh, finding with a wonderful distribution. Um, nationwide, a, a distribution company, Matthew Clark, and, and Catalyst Brands is the brand development with with them. And um, what happens was then business starts to improve. You start to get more and more orders and then you have a major clenchy buttock attack because you think, I've got all this business and then there's a cash flow. Mm. And I know this is really uncool to say and I know most people avoid it, but factually, I could not, I could not have done my business without the immense support from HSBC and I know that's really uncool because most people have terrible stories to say but no, it's good it's uh, good to hear and I'm going to stop you there because it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a moment and we're going to listen to HSBC being talked of and banks being talked of positively and I think that's important and some very occasion people say that and I think it's right that you that you there's do got to be a balance there's got to be a balance of view of it and we're going to come right back to you but we've got some music we've just Fab. got to eat I know isn't that good I love even it. more music here on Jazz Shapers and it's from Wes Montgomery and aptly it's called Tequila That was Wes Montgomery. It was tequila for a very good reason. <laughs> Obviously, it, need, it needs no rationale. Um, I've been talking to Clear Rockers and we've been talking about Aqua Riva and when things start to get bigger. The scale thing, you know, yes. when it's just quote unquote little old you, I imagine uh, uh, by the time these things are now happening, you now have distribution, you now have the backing of HSBC to get around the, 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 the clench buttock moment, as you called it. Um, you then have to build a team, I imagine, a pretty significant team. How have you done that and and with your background in 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 theater and all those other things i imagine again this is the first time you're direct well, i suppose with producer as well were you used to bringing together big teams and has that been enjoyable for you no <laughs> <laughs> how have you managed it no. well what what do, when i say you, you, you know you can make uh, you, you, also people are very good at 
selling themselves. And when you don't know that business so well, you go. So you you do make mistakes along the way, and that's that's part of it. But I'm now with a, with a wonderful distribution company, as I said earlier, with Matthew Clark, who nationwide distribution. But that's one bit, isn't it? Then you've got your product development stuff. Then well, you've got no, your... I do it on myself. But literally yourself? Literally. I actually have shoes with holes, like those Charlie Chaplin holes in my shoes because I would literally go from bar to bar with a suitcase with my tequila, with my organic agave syrup, uh, showing people how I make the cocktails, how they can make the cocktails. It's good news for the bar because they're dropping, you know, um, triple sec and li- sugary liqueurs. And uh, so it's it's better, um, financially better for the bars. It's simpler to make and better for the customers. So I, I needed to show people how, how that. So I literally go from, uh, I would go from bar bar to bar. And actually, I'm so used to carrying tequila with me. Mm. I've always got a bottle in my handbag. <laughs> and and does, the, um, does anything daunt you? clear because you sound like you've just taken this all in your stride sort of no I've always been somebody who's who's um it's sort of fear is 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 self-indulgent or I just look at things and think how how can I get there what can I do to get there and actually usually knowledge is is power but no knowledge sometimes is such a such a gift because you, you can cut out all the places you'd normally get nervous and you just think that's where I need to to go, so I'll go there. That's who I need to speak to. So I just phone people and phone people until till they speak with me. <laughs> Stay with me for our final chat with Cleo Rockus. Plus, we'll be playing a track from Chuck Berry. That's off the latest Traffic and Travel. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. It was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well. Pierre did truly love the mademoiselle And now the young monsieur and madame have rung the chapel bell C'est la vie, c'est the old folks It goes to show you never can tell They furnished off an apartment with a two-room robot sale that was Chuck Berry with You Never Can Tell. Just for a few more minutes, I've got the fabulous Cleo Rocos. It strikes me, as you said, you know, you fear nothing and you have you just kept saying, well, I call and I call and not, not knowing is really useful. And a few of my brilliant guests have said that to me before. Now that you do know a bit and you're now five years in and you can't sort of say you're, you know, it's all brand new because it's not. So no. I imagine you still get problems you haven't quite seen before. Where do you want this to go? And is it about the money ever? Well, it, let's be honest. Be honest with me, because you were very honest about the, the celebrity. Yeah, no, thing. no, no, absolutely. I mean, eventually, you, you, you know, there's there's an end game eventually. But you know, my, my passion is, you know, I'm still in the the throes of. I'm, I'm passionate about my my brand, and I'm passionate about not being. It all became very obvious that people being duped and lied to and I can't and I, and I just don't like that so my brand that's why I'm absolutely fastidious that my brand is really really clean and I go to Mexico regularly to to the distillery to where my my syrup is made and created we were there with food unwrapped just um, a few months ago and to me it's really important that people get what they think they're getting when they buy something so much stuff is cut with other things Mm. that you don't know quite what you're getting but what's interesting about you i find interesting is the fact that obviously you're a you're very expressive and very gregarious and there's a lot of emotion there but there's also a lot of steel 
and you're very, you, you strike me as someone who, when they're focused on doing something, you are going to do it. Yeah. So in, in five years' time, what does doing it look like for you? Well, in, it's something that, ha- that happened that I wasn't expecting to happen. As I say, about, with my organic agave syrup... Which is sitting in front of me, and it's yeah. a very simple packaging, and it's um, stuff that I use at home, actually, although not, not your brand, but I'm definitely going to give it a go. But something that happened, which I wasn't expecting, because, the, for instance, the sugar industry this year is stopping global subsidy uh, subsidising of, of any sugar. So suddenly, I'm sitting on... A really hot business. So, how do you take it, advantage of that without and be true to your values? Well, I just stayed doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I just stayed doing what I'm doing. But and scale is there enough there? Would you yeah, need more the, investment? The, the, well, I, I mean, I, I own my company hundred percent, and as I say, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it, and without the support of, of HSBC, who have been phenomenal, particularly a lovely man called David Suba. Anyway. Um, <laughs> like have, an old-fashioned and a shout-out to David. Yes, because it's, it is down to individuals, yeah. Yeah, it you is, know, it and, is. and that's really important. Just as a final question before we go to your, your choice, your next choice of music, since we've given you about 300 today, mm-hmm. lucky you. Um, you mentioned that business, or rather life, you meant you talked about comedy, actually, you said it's become dreary, and where's the colour gone? And, and it strikes me that you're a breath of fresh air and colour in the world of business what would you advise someone who's thinking about their own business to do now if they're like you if they've kind of not the typical business person as if you will if they haven't had the back you know you didn't have a business background but here we are it's as i say it scares me looking back because i'm not sure how it happened what would you say i'll just say uh, don't over analyze it don't look and try to fit in don't because fitting in is just what everyone else I can't I couldn't fit in if I tried I mean look I'm not I'm not somebody who fits in but that's not purposeful I just say go with your passion go with an absolute passion and a drive and that will take you places that that will it's like being in a very fast electric car it's non-polluting when it's passion when when you do it for the wrong reasons it it, it becomes a bit toxic I love I'm so excited and passionate about my brand I love it and I love I love the life uh, around it because it I just involve all my friends I just involve it's something I can share with everyone and you know I just don't think there's any happier moment than making a few jugs of margaritas and having all your favorite people around uh, to to enjoy it with you I just well, listen thank you so much wonderful. for spending some time your your energy is contagious and your your focus is contagious as well and really really good luck just before we say goodbye though for now um what's your song choice and why have you chosen it your final song um, my final song is um with plenty of money and you <laughs> by the ink spots <laughs> and why have you chosen this one dear clear because it's 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 happy and and it, they're clearly happy without the money but if they had plenty of money and they could spend it on their favorite person they would brilliant here it is just for you Baby, what I could do with plenty of money and you, in spite of the worries that money brings, just a little filthy lucre buys a lot of things, and I could take you to places you'd like to go. But outside of them, I'm no use for dough. It's the root of all evil, the stipend of evil. That was The Ink Spots with Plenty of Money and You, the song choice of my fabulous business shaper today, Cleo Rocos. Someone with oodles and oodles of really genuine passion. Someone with a focus, which meant she can literally run through walls. And someone with a real purity about her. Someone who has really embraced the world of tequila and wants to make it 
the absolute best it can be. I really, really enjoyed meeting her. Do join me again, same time, same place. That's next Saturday, 9am, for another edition of Jazz Shapers. Meanwhile, stay with us, because coming up next, it's Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mish Kondorea. It's business, but it's personal.